And we are back. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio, solid, conservative, and just plain right. Covering down on some ground across the great state of Alabama. Talk about we go down south of Birmingham, way up north of Huntsville, Tuscaloosa, back over to Gadsden, parts of Georgia, Tennessee, and Mississippi. Thrown in just for good measure. Um, First section of the Triple Dipper, home fries. And you're going to want to stay tuned because top of the hour, uh, Jeff Poor is going to call in uh, and kind of cap off the home fries segment, talking about time he spent yesterday in Montgomery at the inauguration. Um, By the way, Boomer, you ever been to the inaugural events in Montgomery? I have not. Okay. I'm going to suggest that uh, more Alabamians should do that. it's just one of those, it's cool. It's, 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 you know, it's pomp and circumstance. It's official. It's, um, it reminds you that the seat of government actually means something. And, and at times it also gives you something to look at and go, well, I didn't vote for that person, but they give a good speech. You know, there's some of that, <laughs> but and there's parades, you know, just, it's just, it, it gives you this sense that, okay, you know what? It was more than just the going to the polls on voting day and then hoping for the best, that there's actually like a swearing in. There's a, it's not just what you see in D.C. It's what happens in Montgomery. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just the first time uh, I went, I remember having this sense that wow, I'm I'm down here watching something real. So uh, yeah, I would just encourage more Alabamians. You can go down there and stand in the crowd and watch the speeches being made on the steps of the uh, state capitol and staring straight down Dexter Avenue. Um, so much history there. So much. I mean, think about how much history has been right there on Dexter Avenue. I mean, it's everything from the civil rights movement being uh, birthed right there, just just a, a, what two blocks down from the Capitol, uh, Dexter Memorial, um, uh, where where um, uh, Martin Luther King used to preach. There's there's you know the state Capitol, which so much has happened there, and you know if you get down to it, what a dichotomy. I mean, you can literally see the 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 former White House, little White House of the Confederacy, they call it, uh, off to the side, while right down the street is a seat of the civil rights movement. I mean, there's so much there. There's a, there's a place on the steps where it notes the fact that on this spot, Jefferson Davis stood, stood and was sworn in as the president of the Confederacy. Wow. And yet right down the street, you've got a place where, um, you know, Martin Luther King took to the pulpit and, and not far away, Rosa Parks and, you know, and, and, the, and the march from Selma. And I mean, it's just amazing the amount of history that has gone on right there in that one place. Uh, on a variety of capacities. Anyway, that was a, I just, sorry, chase that rabbit. Um, all right, first section, home fries, things that are happening around the area. Hey, Boom, you so, um, you just moved back here from the, uh, you're a carpetbagger from Tennessee almost. <laughs> yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> what, like 18 years in the Nashville area? Uh, yeah, but eight, nine, 19, 18, 19 years, yes. Yeah, uh, so... Ooh. Multiple times, I'm sure, you drove I-65 north and south. Oh, uh, to the so Tennessee many line. times, yes. All right, so let me ask you. Uh, when you when you drove that route um, and you saw the giant landmark of the uh, of the um, Saturn rocket at the state border near the, at the rest stop, did you kind of know where you were at that point? Like, oh, there's that like landmark in your mind? Oh, absolutely. I love that landmark. It may be going away. Oh. Yeah. Been there since 1979. Ooh, why? Why? Uh, well, it's because it's, it's getting rusty, old, and deteriorating. And it, you know, the last thing you want to do is uh, have a Saturn V rocket land on the interstate. Um, so very true. Yeah, yeah. Saturn oh. V rocket versus uh, an eighteen wheeler. I'm not sure who would win, <laughs> but um, yeah. Al.com reports as of today, uh, the NASA rest stop rocket is decaying, and it may be time for it to go. Uh, I, this is a landmark, by the way. It like, is. like most of my life. 
I mean, so I was 14 when they put it up, born in 65. Uh, you were just a nubbin. You, was was, a, you were was a, nubbin a nubbin of a child. I was a nubbin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what a nubbin is, but All there right. you were. You were a little nubbin. But yeah, I remember that. I mean, growing up, I had family in uh, the Tennessee area, so we would go up there growing up. But then when I went to school as well in college, yeah. man, I was back and forth all the time. And then once y'all got married and you stayed there, you had to come back home for a visit for Christmas or whatever else, too. Oh, so yeah. I, I guarantee you drove that route. Anyway, yeah. all right, folks, how many of y'all, I mean, Jeff from Indiana, if he's listening right now, Jeff, I'm sure one of your landmarks is, oh, good, there's the rocket. I know exactly where I am. Well, it may be going away. The NASA rest stop rocket that has greeted people arriving to Alabama from Tennessee on I-65 for more than four decades is rusting and needs to be replaced. And the Welcome Center has also been shut down because it's old and out of date. Says the fact is it's been up there so many years it's pretty amazing, said Lee Sintel, the director of Alabama Tourism Department. And the, the total amount is 44 years. Ooh. So yeah, they put it up in 79. It was donated by the Space and Rocket Center. I had an extra rocket laying around. Well, we got an extra. What do you want to do with it? Yeah. I don't know. Oh, let's just put it at a rest area. You guys want it? We're not using it. Go ahead. All right. We'll take it. Anyway, 160 feet high, 168 feet high, 22 feet in diameter. And it stands there as a symbol of Huntsville's role in the space program. It was repainted in 2006, had more maintenance done in 2014, but it's steadily deteriorating. And they note that it was never meant to stand for, you know, almost half a, half a century. Um and it may just be too expensive and impractical. They say it could take well over a million dollars just to take it down and clean it, not to, not the least of which would be to, you know, to actually do something to, to fix it. So anyway, there's that. And that's oh. just bummer. But that's, that's a home fry issue if I ever heard one because uh, all of us have seen that. All right. Home fries. More news. Things that are happening. Some good, some bad. So, man, those... You know, first of all, I'm still kind of getting over the fact that we had massive tornado outbreaks in Alabama in January. Am I, am I right? That's like, that's way off season, right? I mean, I'm correct in saying that, aren't I? Uh, Tornadoes in January? Oh, yeah. Weird. Yeah, like, almost feels apocalyptic. Why, why the, yeah, we don't have tornadoes in January. Was but it followed quickly by hordes of locusts, swarms of locusts and things? <laughs> I guess so. Well, anyway, uh, it turns out that one of those tornadoes, uh, the one that went through Atauga County, um, and it actually, what, how many people died in this? We, we had, we had a number, seven people died. There mm. it is. AL.com reports as of yesterday that there were 14, brother, there were 14 tornadoes that touched down on January 12th, January 12th, Man. 14, 14. I mean, I know California's got its monsoon rains. I know that if you live in certain places, you deal with hurricanes on the coast. I know that there are some places that are prone to receive blizzards and, you know, lake effect snow. Y'all, everybody's got their thing. Alabama's got tornadoes. You live in Tornado Alley right here, and mm. wow. So I've been through a few, but there were 14 that one day. Wow. Nine of them in central Alabama, one in north Alabama, one in southeast Alabama, three in southwest Alabama. I mean, they got way down south. But the Autauga County tornado was a long tracker. And those long track tornadoes are the ones that are the most deadly. 76-mile track for that thing. Almost 77. 76-mile track. That makes it the 10th longest tornado track in Alabama history. In January. I'm sorry, it was the ninth longest in history. Um, it was on the ground for an hour and 20 minutes. The same tornado was on the ground for an hour and 20 minutes. At one point, it is believed that it was roughly 1,500 yards wide. I mean, you picture a tornado like the, like the, the kind of the um, 
you know, the ubiquitous view of a tornado is that narrow kind of, you know, like a cone shape and the, the small part touching the ground. 15 football fields wide. What, what even compares to that? I don't know. That's like, that's like all 18 holes of a golf course. Wow. Anyway, killed seven people in January. Ninth longest in state history. Uh, by the way, a typical tornado track, this article says, is only one to two miles long. This one was 77 miles long. Um, the longest one, by the way, in Alabama history, oh, God, was in 1973. Yep, May of 73. An F4 tornado that went from Greensboro all the way to Mount Cheehaw for 139 straight continuous miles. Good Lord. Wow. All right. Uh, I, I need to move on to something a little more, uh, I don't know, heartening <laughs> after that. Uh, here's a great story. So, boom, you ever heard of in the military, there's a thing called the Soldier's Medal you ever, in, the, in the Army. You ever heard of a Soldier's Medal? I've, I've heard of it. Okay, so a Soldier's Medal is, um, is, is an award for valor uh, at the risk of your own life, saving someone else's life, but you're not in combat. It's a, it's a non-combat award. It's a peacetime award. Um, so you're not in the presence of the enemy, but yet you're in the presence of such danger that your own risk, your life was at risk in order to do the things you did. All right, so All right. I'm giving you the Phil Williams version, but that's it. Um, and they're rare, and they should be, because it's, it's, it's designed to be something that is recognized only for those select cases, kind of like, well, in this case, apparently it ranks uh, right up there with the wartime version of the Distinguished Service Cross, which is second only to the Medal of Honor. Mm. All right, so the or Distinguished Flying Cross uh, in, in some cases. So the, 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 anyway, let me quit stumbling over my words. I'll go to the article. You ready? <laughs> Yeah. Yellowhammer News reports. As of uh, three days ago, a Fort Rucker firefighter was awarded the Soldier's Medal for life-saving bravery in Alabama's Wiregrass. So first of all, let me just tell you, this is America right here. I, mean, I read the story and I think, America! We, and by the way, it's so, it's so encouraging for me and all the times we talked about the woke military and problems with recruiting and whether we're you know, at a state of readiness that we need to be at in order to, you know, to achieve parity with our, or maintain parity or above with our near-peer adversaries. All that aside, there are still troops in uniform, men and women, who are literally the epitome of what we want. And this dude, Specialist Kevin Killens of Fort Rucker, is one of those. Because not only was he an MP on active duty, doing what he believed he was supposed to do, in his off time, he was a volunteer firefighter. I mean, the guy's just like dedicated wow. to service. So, yeah, here's a story on Yellowhammer. Specialist Kevin Killens, a Fort Rucker firefighter with the 6th MP Detachment, was awarded the Soldier's Medal on January 5th in a ceremony for risking his life to save the life of a resident down in the Wiregrass community. Says that uh, he was a PFC at the time, had just completed a 12-hour volunteer shift. So he's off duty. So he goes and does a 12-hour shift driving a rescue squad ambulance uh, in the remote regions of uh, down there in Coffee County. He's out on a county road when uh, he and his partner uh, saw a structural fire. They notified dispatch, and they realized nobody was going to get there in time. They, they, they drove to the building. They heard screams on the inside. No other first responders around. So Killens and his uh, partner from the rescue squad found their way into the building, ran through uh, a debris field uh, and flames. They found a man inside with severe burns. They dragged him out of the building 100 yards of safety. They gave life-saving aid. They wrapped his hands. They gave him oxygen. And they rushed him to the nearest hospital. They saved his life. Uh, he would have died. Uh, and the timing, it says, uh, of his arrival on the scene and intervention were actually critical to the man's uh, continued existence on this earth. 
and for his courage, he was awarded the Soldier's Medal. Major General Michael McCurry said it's not enough to save a life. You have to save a life at the risk of your own. Um, he has been serving, by the way, with the Daleville Fire and Rescue on weekends for the last three years, in addition to being a firefighter on the post. Love that. So, yeah, Soldier's Medal, established by an act of Congress um, in 1926, awarded to any person of the armed forces of the United States or of a friendly nation who, while serving in any capacity with the Army of the United States, distinguishes themselves by heroism not involving actual conflict with an enemy. That's just cool. That's just America. That happened right here in your backyard. That's, That's right down yonder awesome. at Fort Rock. Yeah, it is. Man. Home fries. All right, Boomer, take a break. We'll come right back. We're going to finish up some more home fries. Guess who is back coaching in Alabama? Uh, maybe a guy who's the last person in the world you would have expected. And then top of the hour, Jeff Poor calling in about the inaugural festivities down yonder in Montgomery. Y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back. And we are back, Phil Williams, Right Side Radio, letting my favorite bump music play out a little bit. Got to, got to, man. Black Crows back in the day when they were really hot. Uh, yep, okay, we are back, solid, conservative, and just plain right. It is smoking hot in the studio today, bud. It's so, so hot. It may be all the hot air, I don't know, <laughs> but all I know is there are so many devices running in this room right now that uh, we literally had to turn the air conditioning on. It's January. We have tornadoes, and the air conditioning is on. And it was raining this morning, storming, now it's pretty outside. I don't understand. Oh, it's just, you all know, over the place. If you don't like the weather in Alabama, wait 10 minutes. It will likely change. So there's, <laughs> there's that. Uh, I've gotten, by the way, uh, I'm going to have to go ahead and just, you know, I, I will accept it when the time comes that I am not just plain right, which is rare. <laughs> I mean, there's the old joke about uh, I've, I've only been wrong once, and that was the time that I thought I was wrong, and I wasn't wrong. <laughs> so that was the time I was wrong was when that I was thought it. I was wrong, but I wasn't. Um, so, but, so I just got corrected. Somebody called in, and then somebody else named Greer emailed me, and they were, like, very clear. In fact, Greer, like, put double exclamation points at the end of his <laughs> sentence. The rocket is not a Saturn V. It's a Saturn 1B. Okay. Sorry. It's a freaking rocket by the interstate, and we all love it, and we don't want it to go away. <laughs> I had one, I had one uh, listener texted in and said, why don't we use some of that budget surplus just to glass that sucker in and protect it? And I, I don't think that would wind up being a budget priority right now. <laughs> um, but uh, John from Huntsville texted in, we're doing home fries right now. He says, your home fries got me thinking about creating a new unique restaurant called Heads or Tails. I don't know where we're going here, John, but okay. <laughs> oh, he says, the right side of the menu would have dishes only because it's some kind of an animal. <laughs> And, well, okay, John, John is literally just, just rambling in his text to me right now. Um, anyway, uh, okay, I, enough. Uh, I got plenty of text messages coming in. Appreciate all of you. Let me jump back to my content here real quick before I run out of time. Top of the hour, Jeff Poor is calling in 
We're going to talk about some stuff that came out of the Montgomery festivities and what his perceptions were about, you know, where people say we're going. Because when they give the speeches, it's like they're making their promises. They're saying, thank you, and here's what I'm going to do. Um, but home fries. Guess who is back in coaching? Who's that? Boomer, do you remember Hoover U, the TV show, the reality show about Hoover uh, High School? And, you know, they were the one of the biggest high schools in the yeah. entire Southeast. Yeah. Yeah. Hoover U. And their football team, by the way, was in the top 25. was actually number one in the nation for like 2006. I think. Right. They were very good. Yeah. So Rush Probst was the coach. And Rush Probst, um, you know, great he coaching. He, well, he left with some scandal. Oh. He resigned. Some would some speculate he may have been forced to resign. There were there were allegations of, you know, grade fixing. There was allegations of uh, recruiting. Uh, there were allegations of, you know, ineligible players being allowed to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were, they were, and then there were allegations in his personal life that were pretty rough. Um, and so he did. He resigned. He went away for a while. It was not without scandal. Um, but he had a winning record. He went to coach in Georgia. Uh, I think he went through at least two schools over in Georgia. He's back in Alabama. Back in Alabama. Where is he at? Story on 1819 News. Right, right sure in Gadsden, Alabama. So apparently he's a North Alabama guy, a Northeast Alabama guy already. He, he, he grew up, I think, in Piedmont. Um, and, uh, and his son plays football in Piedmont. And Rush Probst said, he says literally, he said, you got to have a purpose in your life. And I've lost my purpose the last couple of years. I've really struggled in what I want to do. I can't see myself being retired any longer. And then again, my name has some clouds around it, and I'm going to try and clear those clouds. And this is the perfect place to do it. That perfect place is little bitty old Coosa Christian High School in Gadsden, Alabama. Right here. Right here. Whoa. Like, it wasn't long ago Coosa Christian could only field an eight-man team, like an eight-man per side. Right. And so, I didn't know they, they were that big. Uh, well, they're Class 1A. Okay. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's, it's a small school. Uh, but, yeah, so Rush Probst has apparently been hired. He's going to be going to Coosa Christian High School in uh, Gadsden, Alabama. Wow. And we'll hope that uh, he's able to clear those clouds because they definitely Mm -hmm. followed him around. Uh, Okay, next thing I got on the list here. Y'all heard me. Home fries. Things happening. You remember we had uh, the thing uh, a few weeks ago. We actually had um, a a friend of mine who's now a state senator, um, uh, Lance Bell from St. Clair County, call in, and we talked for a bit. One of the things we covered was there's a landfill fire. If y'all are, if you're not down in the Trustville, Moody, um, you know St. Clair County area, some over into like going all the way over to um, like which which part of the of the Birmingham area was it Vestavia I think, but uh, but yeah, this this landfill fire has gotten so bad, it's been burning for almost two months. It's it's burning at about a, they reckon it's burning like twenty three to fifty acres. They're not sure how much. Sometimes as deep as one hundred and fifty feet underground. So bad, the trustful city schools are having to now limit the outdoor activities that students participate in. No way. Yeah, absolutely. Um, they got to get this thing under control. Yeah. Saint Clair County Commission declared a state of emergency. There it is. Coming right back, Jeff Poor from FM Talk one zero six five and eighteen nineteen News. We'll talk. Y'all stay tuned.